Welcome to the Start Something Show. Join world-renowned experts, change agents, and everyday folks who have done the amazing. All here to help you start something incredible. Now it's time to step out, live your perfect day, and create a legacy with your host, Tina Dietz. Welcome to the Backstage Pass, Superstarters. We are here with Guru Nanda, the author of Guru Nanda's Happy Breath Yoga, Wall Street Yoga, who, if you haven't heard his show, which you should go back and listen to right now, uh, you then you would already know that not only is he a an author and speaker and a proponent to help people who have Wall Street personalities turn distress into de-stress and live fuller, happier, healthier lives, he is also an accomplished and successful entrepreneur who owned the successful oral care brand, Dr. Fresh, which earned him multiple awards. But I am very excited to have Grunanda back here with us today on the Backstage Pass to dive deeper both into the world of yoga as well as business. So thanks for coming back with us, Grunanda. Thank you, Tina, for having me. Namaste to everybody. (laughs) Namaste. Now, before we get to talking about self-care and yoga, I'd like to take just a little time to talk about your experience as an entrepreneur, particularly in the area of branding, since that's a a big area of mystery, building a brand for a lot of uh, small business owners. And you've now built two successful brands, first with Dr. Fresh and now with Happy Breath Yoga, and they're very different industries. So were there skills or principles or both that you found help you to build both brands? I'm a passionate guy. And whenever I do something, I just go into it 100% and give it, uh, I give it 100% of myself into it. Dr. Fresh was uh, my nickname in my med school days. And it was by chance that everybody wanted me to keep my brand name as Dr. Fresh. And uh, it ultimately became the company name. And my name was very difficult for most people in America to recite. It was Puneet Nanda. And everybody started calling me Dr. Fresh here as well. So it became popular. But Guru Nanda, as you know, is Puneet Nanda is my name. And Guru means teacher. So I came up with my guru actually started calling me Guru Nanda when he introduced me to other people who were there to learn yoga. And that's what stuck. And I decided to make Guru Nanda as my brand as well, because some of the things that I'd been using, like ghee, like virgin coconut oil, and like um, neti pot, anything that I was using myself to fix myself, either through yoga or through Ayurveda, I said, why don't I bring them to the world since I am an entrepreneur? And I put it um, as uh, Guru Nanda branded products. I made a logo. I got everything packaged correctly. And I, the Guru Nanda brand is out. So if you go to Amazon.com and type in Guru Nanda, you can actually see a list of products there. These are all the products that help me. And that's exactly what I'm bringing out to the world. They make me serene. They make you serene. Yeah. And I love this point about um, for all of our listeners out there to make this bringing back to this point, one of my favorite things, which is, of course, leverage. And here you are, you have this wonderful, positive message to the world, you're teaching people techniques, you're an author, which so many of the folks that I work with and listen to the show are doing. And yet, 
you are building this product line along with it that allows you to scale your business and also serve people in different ways. So it all, you know, becomes this glorious whole, you know, brand. And I think that uh, the product end of things is oftentimes what's missed for a lot of folks who are service oriented. They don't necessarily think on the product end of things. It's really important to bring that to the table to expand, uh, to allow for expansion in your business. So when I was, when I, I'm a, very passionate person, as I said. So whatever I was using myself, for example, I started eating virgin coconut oil after I heard it on Dr. Oz's show and other places. I started research because I'm very research oriented. In my previous company, I had 58 patents to my name. I actually went all the way to Philippines to the organic farms. I I saw what they were doing. I saw the health benefits that people have arrived I met real-time patients who had fixed their Alzheimer's issues for their loved ones with virgin coconut oil. I said, this is cool. I'm going to start eating it myself. And similarly, I ate ghee when I was in the yoga school. I did oil pulling to detoxify myself. So anything that I was doing myself personally, because I was passionate about it, I took those best of the best things. I went to the source because that's what I had done in my previous company. I always sourced the product from the prime factories. I put them all in the best of the quality, put them in a branded uh, atmosphere. And since I was starting in a totally new direction, earlier I was selling toothbrushes. I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Amazon. It's my speak to the world. Amazon is accessible at your home. Amazon lets you ship anything to anybody in two days and they take care of everything. So I opened up a store on Amazon and I started selling everything on Amazon. I am not interested as much to going into retail again and putting all my efforts in there because today 80% of my shopping is online and I said, why would I go back into what I used to do. I'd rather be forward-looking and do everything online. And it makes my life easy. And uh, I can still speak to the world without having to travel 100 cities and trying to peddle my products to every retail outlet. Yeah, that's a relief. My goodness. Talk about distress to de-stress. That's a big factor right there is in leveraging your time in much more useful ways. So now how are you, what are your plans for Happy Breath Yoga? How are you planning to see this unfold and reach people in the world? So what I'm starting to do is in the context of book signing, I'm actually, I've devised a little uh, 15 minute program where I speak about the benefits of yoga. And then uh, we do all do a few breathing and laughing exercises, yogic moves. And then after that, I sign the book and give it to them who, where whosoever has called me. And I am planning to keep that word getting spread via that way. Apart from that, my products, my good products would speak to that too. So once people use the products that I'm making, they will like them. They will under, want to understand who's the person behind it. They will read my book. They'll understand my philosophy. And um, even if I can put one life 
in my uh, means every month, even if I can touch one life and one person, instead of going to a hospital and being in my position, change himself, I would say my entire program is successful because that's what I want to do. I want to give them the insider secret and that is prevention is better than cure. We've heard that hundred times, but nobody does that. So just listen, from, uh, listen, read my book, listen from my mistakes and uh, fix yourself before it's too late. Exactly. So would you share with us something we could take out, try right now to help us take a step from distress to de-stress? Okay, since we are on the voice uh, here and not really on television, so a lot of it, so I will tell you one simple thing. For example, you are on a road and somebody cuts you off or somebody does something really bad. Somebody shows the wrong finger. (laughs) You're absolutely upset and angry for a few minutes. What do you do? You are in a flight or fight syndrome mode. So your heart is palpitating, racing, your blood is thickening, everything is going wrong. But unfortunately, since you're still studying the car, the physical action is not taking place. So neither can you fly, neither can you fight. So it all that anger, all that anguish would affect yourself and it in a, in a bad way. So how do you get rid of it? That emotion is coming to harm you, is going to cause spasms in your neck, is going to constrict you. How do you get rid of it? Start with simple, immediately train your body to either deep breathe through your diaphragm all the way into your stomach, deep breathe out. Now, this is easier said than done. So I devised a better way. Why don't you laugh it out? And laughter is the best medicine. You've heard it. But the beauty is our body doesn't understand the difference between fake laughter and real laughter. So why don't we fake it till we make it? So as soon as this emotion hits you, you start with this simple thing. And you need to watch my video to get the exact idea. But it is like this. Ha 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 
requirement of making like doing praise to you so you're actually fulfilling your desire and you're saying very good and then when you say ho ho ha 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 means you're basically breathing out all whatever is bad and toxic and cleaning it up and you're saying i'm i'm all good no problem so watch the video actually there's uh, several videos on youtube and if you type gurunanda you can look at it or you can go to gurunanda.com and see more stuff and uh, start uh, using some of the products that i'm bringing to the market i'm doing it literally as a service and uh, making sure at the end of the day i pay the employees right now it's it's just i'm doing it with the flow and not really intent on making any money at this point but uh, i am an entrepreneur so i wanted to bring the right things to the market and uh, so that they keep my entrepreneurial balance at bay versus uh, at the same time i'm ready to spread the word of wisdom that i learned over roaming the world now many times and i want to just capture something that you you just touched on that something i run into with entrepreneurs who are service oriented who really are up to wanting to make a difference in the world. This is conversation about a bit of a poverty mentality around business and being concerned about accepting money for what is essentially their gifts. And you said something in there about being an entrepreneur and bringing these products out to people, bringing the right products to market. But yet at the same time, you're still employing people to in your business, you're still an entrepreneur. So everything needs to, you know, stay in the black, as it were. So what would you say to those people to help those people who might be feeling concerned about accepting money for making a difference? I'll tell you, when I uh, left everything, and I went to the ashram, and I was doing yoga, and I was really meditating every day, I had one part of me still not satisfied and I was talking to my guru and he said you have a different personality you have a lot of vata personality you have a lot of air and space inside of you you are very expansive you need to go back to the world you need to take what I have taught you you need to go and keep that practice on while you also learned all the compassion, all the things that I taught you. But now you take all that and combine with it with your entrepreneurial skills and do just the good and only the good. And I am right now very focused on making sure that whatever I'm going to bring out to the world is something I would use myself. I'm not going to bring out something that I wouldn't eat or drink or use myself. So that's my entire principle. The second thing is, as an entrepreneur, it keeps my heart occupied, so I'm more balanced. If I did not take care of that and I was meditating 24-7, I still would have half my heart feeling upset or depressed or something. And I realized that, and I told that to my guru, even though I'm doing everything to calm myself down, I'm still not happy. He said, because that's not your DNA. Your DNA or your constitution says that you're a deal junkie. You're an entrepreneur. Yes. You are somebody who, who really needs to get out to the world and 
get that satisfied. Maybe you have money not to uh, bother about it. Maybe you don't need anything. It's not about the money. It's about your heart feeling happy and satisfied. And your heart feels happy when you do the deals, when you're a deal junkie. So just you channelize your effort with the yoga and with the yogic principles and do good to the world. Bring them stuff that is available at the best price, that is the best of the best, and that's doing good to you. Just bring them out to the world and make sure you never do anything wrong. Make sure you do not do anything that would harm others. So that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Mm. Now, do you find that having the practice of yoga has uh, shifted or changed the way that you do business. Uh, now, obviously, you know, you're doing things, you're outsourcing, you're doing some different things. But in terms of, you know, what kind of a impact has your own practice had on your business practices? Absolutely. I would say it's made me a huge difference. The reason being, I now am very focused on ensuring that I'm following the three principles of yoga, which is strength, flexibility, and balance. Balance comes first. I could never do the one-legged pose before, and I trained my mind to do it. And similarly in business, I tend to be more balanced now. I make sure, even though I'm a personality that tends to do one thing all the time, so now I'm more balanced. I always ensure that I stop my work at 6 o'clock, let's say. So what I would do is then I know I have eight hours to work. So I would try to put more effort in more concise way so that I can actually utilize those eight hours much in a more efficient way. And by meditation, what has helped is when I meditate, a lot of my thought process actually becomes clear. So it's like uh, when you meditate, you literally have hundreds of thoughts that come come to you. And only the ones that matter remain, rest everything kind of gets simmered out. So that's actually helped me only focus on things that would matter the most. It's the 80-20 principle. Everything that is 20% of the things make up for 80% of the sales. Similarly, 20% of your good thoughts or the thoughts that matter are the ones you need to focus on rather than working on 100 of them. So I think winners focus, and I shouldn't say losers don't, but losers don't is the quote, but if nobody's a loser. Everybody does it to the best of their ability, but winners focus. And I want to ensure that I'm very focused on those 20% of my thoughts. I'm very focused on that 20% of my time to be utilized more efficiently. And the rest of the time, I want to make sure I am utilizing on other parts of my life, making sure I'm socially interactive, making sure that I'm physically interactive, making sure I'm challenging myself every day. And I'm satisfied at the end of the day. I feel that I'm doing what I actually was born to do rather than every evening thinking, why am I doing that? why I'm in, in this job or why can't I just get back my bags and go to Hawaii? It means I shouldn't be thinking of that. I should be acting on that. 
So for all of our super starters out there who are looking to get going and fulfill their goals and dreams, what are a couple of action steps besides reading your book? Because that is a given. Everyone should go and get your book because the short yoga, the 14 minute yoga sequences in it are excellent, excellent. So we're definitely one action step there. But besides that, what are some other steps you'd recommend that folks could take in the next week to help them start something new in their lives? I would say take about five minutes and start breathing and regulate your breath. Regulate your breath, start breathing. That's the number one thing. Number two, I would take two minutes in the morning and two minutes in the evening and start meditating. What that would do, and actually I've explained meditation in a very, very easy way in my book. Because whenever somebody used to tell me, start meditating, I didn't know how, how, what, what to do. And so I have done it in a very easy way in the book, uh, in Gurunanda, a Happy Breath Yoga book. And start with that. That would filter out a lot of your thought process. Then apart from that, on the entrepreneurial side of it, make up a chart and start looking at where there is a need that is going unfulfilled. Just focus on that. Don't try to do what the other person is doing. Because as a human being, we always have a herd mentality, that animal instinct inside of us. If everybody is running north, we got to run north. That is not what is going to make you an entrepreneur or what is going to shine you out. What would shine you out is when you take moments off your just regular rat race and calm down yourself, take a paper and pen, Put all your thoughts on a paper and see where there is a need that is unmet. And just focus on that. And if you are passionate enough, things would work in the right direction. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us again here and for going deeper into both of your business expertise as well as this practice of yoga that is, I I can speak to this firsthand, you know, is so transformational. It transformed my entire family and has left a a lasting, lasting impact on me and how I do business and, and how I live life. 